Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. A Thursday show for you, a lot to do. Mike Palm, VP of Operations for Circa, also co-host of Odds On on VEASAN. He will join us. We'll talk a little Rangers-Hurricane Series. We'll talk a little Mets, Yankees, uh, NBA playoffs, do a little bit of everything with Mike. Looking forward to that. And, you know, usually you'd start with the Rangers here. That was a brutal loss last night. Up one nothing, in control throughout. Had a bunch of opportunities to make it 2 nothing at the end there and, and put the game away. Couldn't do it. Carolina ties it with a couple minutes to go. And then winning in overtime, really kind of the inverse uh, of the last three games for the Rangers, which, you know, down 3-1 to Pittsburgh, they steal game five in a way, steal game six, down 2 nothing in both games. And then they trail late in game seven against the Penguins. So kind of got a taste of their own medicine. Uh, that, that's a tough one as the underdog. You know, you, it's only game one, and they lost game one in overtime. So I know Ranger fans are making parallels between this series and that series. You know, Carolina's better than Pittsburgh. And, you know, when you're on the road, you're the underdog, and you got a chance to steal one right away and put a dent in Carolina control home ice and you don't do it especially you know, look if you lost the game for nothing i think you could say all right we'll just move on to game two but to outplay him for so long to have control of that game and to lose it uh, i think is a tough one so game two i think is what tomorrow rangers are up to plus 280 here to win this series and you know we got so we got game two carolina is going to be favored here it's just a, a brutal loss here for the rangers now look you go to carolina you, you win game two and you get a split you're in good shape but that was a, uh, a tough way for the Rangers to lose as, let's see, yeah, tomorrow night, yeah, yeah, Friday night, game two. 
Rangers plus 155 uh, as the underdog. The Hurricanes minus $1.75 favorites. Total five and a half. The Rangers finally playing under. All seven of their first games went over in that first series, and they finally get an under. So that's the hockey, and I guess we did start with that. But, boy, the big story for a lot of people is the Mets and Scherzer. Now, the Mets win the game 11-4, and the Mets are in action. The Yankees are both in action this afternoon. Weather pending as the weather has just been so unpredictable because it's raining here. It's supposed to be 95 degrees this weekend. The weather's just all over the place. So um, if the Mets play, they do play at 1 o'clock here this afternoon against the Cardinals. The Yankees play in, in the afternoon getaway game against the Orioles going for a four-game sweep. Yankees are just red hot right now, even though last night was an ugly game. But we've been talking about really the Mets and the Yankees. They're in good shape to win this division. They're favored. They're rightfully favored. They're, they're a heavy favorite. The one caveat being injuries with DeGrom nowhere near a return. Not even throwing off a mound, just going MRI after MRI. Uh, McGill now, who, who's you know pitched on an all-star level for a lot of this year. I know, small sample size, but he's been really good. He's dealing with a bicep tendonitis issue. Who knows when he's going to be back. And then last night, Scherzer, 87 pitches. They're up, well, I think they were up, what, 4-2 at the time? No, they are up 6-2 at the time. Scherzer throws his 87th pitch, and then signals with his hand, you know what, I'm done. That's it. Get me out of here, which is the, I mean... If you watch Scherzer, he's the complete opposite. He'll throw 140 pitches and, and demand to stay in the game and be mad that you took him out. So the fact that he came out of that game obviously was was um, an, an alarming sight. Uh, boy, and that ballpark just went deathly quiet now. Uh, a lot of lip reading going on, a lot of detective work, people you know examining how he was walking off the mound. Again, he didn't grab at his arm or anything. So um, I think the pitching coach, Hefner, was in the dugout and, and the camera caught him saying it's his back. It's not that bad, but still an oblique. If it is an oblique, even if it's mild, they'll probably skip him a couple of starts. Give him, you know, there's a good chance here. You're, you're not going to have Scherzer for a month. If it's even a somewhat significant oblique injury, obliques can be, can be tricky. So who knows? Maybe his back tightened up. We don't really know. They just said left side discomfort. We'll, we'll know more obviously later today. Uh, hopefully, uh, as we get an MRI, again, these MRIs can be vague. I mean, DeGrom goes for an MRI, and it's, you know, it's encouraging, but we don't know when he's going to pitch, that kind of deal. So hopefully it's not too bad for Scherzer. You can afford to miss him for a couple of starts, obviously, and you got a decent-sized cushion. Atlanta lost again yesterday. Uh, Philly won, so you're, what, let's see, seven in the loss over Atlanta. I think six in the loss over Philly, or five in the loss over Philly. It's Philly's still not 500. So you got a decent cushion, but like we talked about yesterday, the schedule here is pretty tough. I mean, at Colorado this weekend, at the Giants, four with the Dodgers on the road. Um, if you don't have Scherzer, you don't have McGill, you don't have DeGrom going in there. I know Bassett's a good pitcher. Carrasco's pitched a little better. Yeah, five in the loss over Philly, six in the loss over Miami, who you don't worry about, seven in the loss over Atlanta, who uh, that was a bad loss yesterday by Atlanta. Atlanta scored four runs off Corbin Burns in the third inning, had a, a big lead, then Jansen comes in, blows the game. Uh, they had a couple leads in extra innings, a couple different leads in extra innings, and lost that game. So Atlanta's still not playing well. That would still be the one team I would worry about. But look, at, you know, it reaches a point here. It doesn't matter how much good vibes you have if you're the Mets. You know, the lineup's better, the pitching's better. It's a deeper team. Showalter does a good job. Eventually, you just run out of pitchers. And if Scherzer's going to miss a significant amount of time, it's, it's going to be an issue in this division. Uh, I hate to say, it, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I'm wrong. But this division is probably going to tighten up. And if you're a Mets fan, or if you got Mets division futures or whatever. You're going to have to hold on here because the trade deadline's nowhere near. You know, we're still in the middle of May here. We're not, it's not like you're going to go out and trade for a pitcher you wouldn't think this early. Um, you know, a month from now, who knows? But this is still pretty early for that. 
unless maybe you know you call up the Reds or the A's and pick off one of their pitchers. Again, that's not going to be cheap. That's going to cost you some prospects. So we'll see what happens with Scherzer. Definitely uh, put a damper on the win here. Might be an, an, a costly win as the Mets do improve to 25 and 14, playing extremely well. Uh, Alonzo hits a big homer. Met, you know, Mets do a good job here. They won two out of three. You know what's good about the Mets? They don't let these losing streaks fester. They have a bad loss or a bad weekend. They come right back. And I don't think they've lost three in a row this year. And I think they might have only lost two in a row once, I want to say. The Mets just, they don't let the, the, this losing compile compound itself. They don't let these uh, losing streaks sort of fester, which is what you like about the Mets. So uh, Mets in action today. Bassett on the mound. Mets are minus 200 favorites. Uh, I'm going to do what I did yesterday. Mets-Yankees parlay pays plus 120 as the Yankees throw Montgomery. The Mets throw Bassett. I'm trying to think of who pitches for the other teams. Just had it in front of me on the Bet Rivers app. Of course, go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Check out all of their options, which they have plenty of. Okay, so it's Mets minus 200, total seven. Uh, Dakota Hudson going for the Cardinals. Yankees now minus 200, total is eight. Uh, if you parlay those, might even, I think the Yankee one went down a little bit. So let me see if you parlay those, what you get here. As I think that's a good way to go because I don't want to lay minus 200 for either one. That's just a big number to lay. Not that I would never lay it, but to lay minus 200 for a baseball game, to me, it's just not something I'm comfortable doing. But if you parlay them both together and you just have one bet at plus money, I think that's a, a better way to go. Let's see. Yeah, plus 125 here. That's a pretty good, I, I like that bet. So Yankees, Mets, Parley, plus 125. Again, the Yankees, uh, weird game last night. They scored three runs in the first inning. Two out, nobody on. A single, a single. Torres doubles to make it one nothing. Then there's a, a two-run wild pitch. Um, I was still driving home at the time, so I was listening to Sterling. So who knows what really happened, but it was a wild pitch. The second run scored. I think the catcher threw it away to allow the third run score. You figure the Yankees are on their way to scoring another you know, nine, ten runs. Uh, that was all they scored, but, but Cole made it hold up. Uh, weird game for Cole because I have the over six and a half strikeouts, and he, he didn't have any until like the fourth inning. You think that bet's dead. Then he goes on a, a little bit of a run where he strikes out like five in a row, but then nothing after that. He actually finished seven innings, pitched well. Holmes came in. Holmes is tremendous. Holmes should be the closer. I mean, Holmes is on the mound. He doesn't even make you nervous. He throws 98, 99. Everything sinks. Everything cuts. Just moving on every pitch. Holmes is really good. Holmes is an all-star caliber reliever. So is King. I mean, like, I've been saying it. Chapman, you know, is really the worst of all these relievers. Chapman makes you more nervous than any of these guys. And uh, even if you banish him to the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, it doesn't matter because he can hurt you in any of these innings. I just, I trust him the least of any of these guys. So something to keep an eye on. Holmes has been fantastic. He shuts the door. He gets a two inning save as the Yankees now 28 and nine. They just continue to win. Uh, the Rays do win. So they are still six up in the loss. Um, Look, Yankees are in good shape here. They're just running high in this division. They get more games against Baltimore next week. They get Chicago this weekend. You know, you figure you can win two out of three there. Beat up on Baltimore again. And show up next weekend in Tampa. Ready to kind of put this thing away? Look, if you're the Yankees, you can say, all right, you know, it's early. To say they're going to put the division away is premature. If you get to 9 or 10, if you get a 9 or 10 game lead, this team is not getting caught. Barring, you know, Cole, Judge, some of these guys, a bunch of injuries. Barring, which could happen. Could happen to anybody, but... Uh, Yankees are not getting caught. Yankees are going to win the division, I think. Uh, and they can put this thing away here, I think, pretty early. A good two-week stretch here for both these teams. Now, the Mets have a tougher schedule, and the pitching issues certainly are a factor. But I think two good weeks from both these teams. You could put yourself in a position where, uh, you know, these other teams are struggling, especially in the NL East. Kick these teams while they're down. Atlanta's struggling. Make this instead of, you know what, once they start to play better, which I think Atlanta will, 
Don't make this a six or seven game lead where they're still within shouting distance. Make this where they're, you know, down 11, 12 games where they just have no hope of coming back. And who knows? Maybe things don't work out and they start trading people at the deadline instead of last year where they started adding people. So uh, important, you know, 10 days, two weeks here for the Yankees and the Mets as you got a chance here playing well to uh, really put put some distance between yourself and the next best team here uh, in your respective divisions. So. Yankees playing well. Mets playing well. We'll see what happens with Scherzer. Hope for the best there. I mean, boy. It's what happens. You sign a, what, 38-year-old pitcher? He's had he's had these issues in the past. Remember, he couldn't pitch in the World Series a couple years ago against Houston. They had to hold him out game five. He had a neck issue. He ends up pitching game seven and gunning it out. And then last year for the Dodgers, he left the game pretty early and then couldn't take the ball. I think it was in game six. So he's had injury issues. DeGrom's had issues. So it's kind of, kind of what you sign up for when you get a 38-year-old pitcher. Hope for the best here with Scherzer. We'll see. Uh, a little later today, you know, what the status is. And look, if you miss two or three starts, you can kind of hold your water here, you know, win two out of the three, you know, if, even three weeks is only really three starts. So two weeks, three weeks, is not the worst. You got a little bit of a lead, but you don't want to get get the news here where you shut down for a month, shut down two months, and then it, you're, you're dealing with, you know, reevaluations and ramping back up, all that kind of thing. So Hope for the best here with Scherzer. Yankees in action. Our play today is a Yankees-Mets parlay. Get that at plus 125 at BetRivers. Of course, go to the BetRivers app. Don't uh, Go to BetRivers.com. Download the BetRivers app. Check out all of their options, again, which they have plenty of, uh, including you know playoffs tonight. Let's see what BetRivers has for specials here. You Darvish, over 6.5 strikeouts, plus 107. And then no run scored in the first inning of Rangers-Astros is minus 122. Uh, and then Panthers to score over three and a half goals and win against the Lightning, even money. And uh, boy, I went to bed. I was watching a little bit of Flames Oilers last night. It was five one five two. Woke up and it was nine to six. So uh, that one just squeaks over the over. I think the over was six, might have closed six and a half, but nine to six final. That's got to. I don't know if that's a record. I haven't seen anything about it, but that's got to be close to a record for goal scored in a playoff game. Just a kind of a crazy score to see in an NHL playoff game. So. Rangers lose a tough one. Yankees and Mets win. They're both in action today. Coming up, the mayor, Mike Palm, VP of Operations for Circa, co-host of VEASAN. We'll talk some Rangers Hurricanes. We'll talk a little baseball. We did record this right before game one, so it was more of an overview of the Rangers Hurricane series. Uh, he gives you some MVP sleepers that he likes. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Rangers in the playoffs, Mets and Yankees in first place. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, a lot to talk about. And to discuss all of that, there is nobody better than our next guest. He is the VP of Operations for Circa, co-host of Odds On on VEASAN, weekdays at 2 o'clock. He is the mayor, Mike Palm. Mike, thanks for coming on, man. How's it going? Thank you. It's an honor to be on. Ben Fox must have been unavailable, but I'll take it. So we're recording this right before game one, Rangers-Hurricanes. Rangers, a sizable underdog, I think rightfully so. Um, you know, they were thoroughly, I thought, outplayed by Pittsburgh, really, that entire series. What's 
sort of the game plan here to steal this series if you're the Rangers? Is it to force a game seven where anything can happen, the goalie can stand on his head and you steal a series? What's sort of the formula here if you're the Rangers to steal the series? Well, they have to have regular season Shesterkin. They can't have Pittsburgh Penguins Shesterkin because he. I think he got into his head after a couple early goals and and three and games three and four and you know he's giving up far too many rebounds right now. The Rangers also shied away from a lot of contact in that series. A much more physical team here uh, in the Hurricanes. Rob Brendamore's crew is really buttoned up. It's going to be tough. You have to hope that Antti Ranta wasn't as good as he was in the first round uh, against the Bruins. And then you have to, you know, get some scoring out of a couple of lines here. I, I think this is a bit of a mismatch. Remember the Hurricanes went into Madison Square Garden and beat the Rangers twice uh, rather handily in the last month of the regular season. I would attack this series uh, from the puck line perspective. Um, playing the Hurricanes here. I think they're the better side. I have a Rangers Futures ticket at 26 to 1 from February. I'm looking to get off of it. And so uh, I'm going to pre flop them $1.90 and then look to play them uh, in games uh, at the puck line. Now, these series scores, correct series score, I can just read them off to you. Let me know if anything sort of catches your attention. Rangers to sweep, we don't think that's going to happen. 15 to 1. Rangers in 5, 12 to 1. Rangers in 6, 6 uh, plus 650. Rangers in seven, six to one. Then you get Hurricanes to sweep plus six fifty. Uh, Hurricanes in five, the short shot. Now it's plus three fifty. Hurricanes in six plus four hundred. Hurricanes in seven plus four twenty five. Any of those do anything for you? I think plus three fifty is probably the most likely outcome. I'd like a little better price than that. Um, or if you can find Hurricanes minus a game and a half uh, at, at close to even money, so they have to win in four or five. I think that's worth a play as well. How about, how about the rest of these series? Uh, Florida-Tampa, um, Colorado beat the Blues last night in overtime, 3-2. to two. We got the Battle of Canada tonight, the Flames and the Oilers. Anything else catch your eye in terms of series price? Uh, anything to look for here? I parlayed uh, Hurricane series with Flames series, $1.90 on the Canes, $1.80 on the Flames. It gets you back about $1.37. Um I, I just think the significance in the drop-off between what they faced in round one and Jake Ottinger and Mike Smith, we can see, you know, about every other game he's going to get pretty squirrely there. Now, he'll have games where he plays uh, solidly. But this Calgary team, if Ottinger doesn't have one of the best playoff series a goaltender's ever had in the NHL, that might have been a sweep. And we're talking about two freight trains in Colorado and Calgary heading towards a Western Conference final here. Um, there'll be terrific crowds up there. Obviously, their neighbors uh, separated by less than two hours. But I think Calgary, from a defensive standpoint, far superior, better goaltender. They've got a, to a top line that will rival that Edmonton top line. I like Calgary a lot here. Is there any value on them to win the whole thing? Plus 550 here at Bet Rivers. We got. Uh, I could just read them off to you. Avalanche of the short shot, plus 135. Not sure how much value there is there. Lightning, plus 575. Panthers, uh, plus 650. Hurricanes, 7 to 1. Oilers, 14 to 1. Rangers, 17 to 1. The Blues are 40 to 1. Any of those jump out at you? Colorado's awful darn good, Will. Uh, you yeah. know, it takes something happening there. They really haven't had any adversity all year. Um, they, you know, St. Louis gets the late power play goal and gets it to overtime last night. But they just come at you and they come at you. They come at you. Look, they hit the post five times and Bennington played great and they still won the game. I, I mean, where do you go here? Uh, it's a little short on Calgary because you don't get to get them to the final. Um, you hit, you have to hedge off with two series to go if that's the way you're looking to do. I'd rather try to take a shot with the Hurricanes from the from the East. 
or if you maybe maybe like one of those other other sides, but hurricanes or perhaps lightning. I know Braden points out for game two, great great chance for Florida even this thing up heading north. But uh, not nah, I'm I'll pass on that price on Calgary. Uh, how about baseball here? Mets, Yankees, both minus two dollars to win a division. Both you know outstanding starts. I think the Yankees are going to run and hide here. They get the Orioles the next week. They get the White Sox again. I just don't know that Tampa's been as good as they have in the past. I, I think the Yankees are deep. Now, Chapman's an issue. They're a little light at the bottom of the order, but I think the Yankees have a good chance to win this division comfortably. I think the same about the Mets, but the schedule's tough coming up. McGill's got the MRI. DeGrom, all he does is get MRIs. For how great he is, he never pitches. Which of these two would make you more nervous in terms of winning the division? I would say the Mets. I think the Yankees are the better bet if they're both minus $2. Boy, the Yankees have really gotten pitching up and down the rotation. Uh, solid bullpen court. Uh, are you allowed to say Judge should be an MVP candidate? I don't know. You might get to FOIA, but uh, for disrespect to Otani. But, I mean, what a year he's having. I know they can't talk about his contract till after. They're very impressed with the Yankees. They've gotten better defensively. On the Mets side of it, I'd say two factors. One, health of the pitchers that you mentioned. The other thing is, what's wrong with Atlanta? This Atlanta team should be scoring a lot more runs than they are. At some point, Atlanta's going to put it together. I don't think it's Charlie Morton going to be this bad all year. I would worry about Atlanta catching the Mets before I would worry about Toronto or Tampa Bay catching the Yankees. Yeah, that's my whole take is, look, if you're the Mets, it's going good now. The Braves aren't playing well, and they, they blew a game today. They scored four runs off of Burns in the third inning. They're up 4 nothing with Freed on the mound, and then Jansen gives it up. I don't know how anyone trusts Jansen, uh, and, and the Brewers end up tied, again, tied in extra innings and then take the lead or actually win it uh, in, in extra innings in, I think, the eleven. So... Look, things are going well if you're the Mets, but kick Atlanta while they're down. Last year, they made the mistake of Atlanta was struggling. They let them off the mat, and eventually they catch it. You're the Mets right now. You're playing well. Atlanta's not playing well. Get a 9-10, 11-game lead. Put this thing to bed because if it's 4 or 5, August, September, like you said, Atlanta's got kind of the pedigree. They've got the pitching. You don't want to be in a scenario where you're playing Atlanta head-to-head, -head and you know if they beat you 3 out of 4, they're, they cut it to a game, something like that. You want to kick the, kick the Braves while they're down here. You know, I, I like the Mets bullpen. Obviously, Showalter's made a difference, but I've always been a Seth Lugo guy. They never really figure out how to use him. I still think he'd be a good number three or four starter. But look, everybody's down on Diaz because he had a bad year. If I have a bet on a team and I need a closer coming in to finish and get me three outs, I don't know there's anybody I'd rather have than Edwin Diaz. I mean, I think he's that good. He's he's If he's not the best, he's top three. So, you know, it'll take a lot to beat the Mets. I think they could go into a little bit of funk, but... Here's what I like about their lineup. They make contact. They don't have a lot yeah. of swings and misses in that lineup. So even when you have good pitchers coming in there that throw strikes, they're going to put the ball in play and move the ball around. So, you know, I, I said I, I said jokingly after the first, what, 10 days of the season, it could be a Subway Series, but it could be a Subway Series. You get that Mets pitching staff healthy in a playoff series, ooh, they'll be a tough out. Yeah, they're another team. They could use another bat. Um, you know, there's a lot of Guillermes and Nitos down there, but – like you said, it's a good lineup. Nimmo's a good player. Marte's giving him something. Escobar's a professional. Uh, at what point do you worry about the Lindor contract? Because I think the 2020 season, he started to tail off. All right, you know what? It's a shortened year, whatever. It's a one-off. And then last year, okay, first year in New York, you know, pressure. It happens to a lot of guys. Happened to Piazza. Happened to A-Rod. Now this is a, you know, he, they're committed to him for a lot of years, a lot of money. He's a good player. He's just not a great player. He, he's really not hitting you know, the way he used to. Now, nobody's hitting in baseball. That's a whole other issue. Uh, at what point would you start to worry here that this Lindor contract could get ugly in the next, look, it's not. It's okay now, but three, four years from now, it could get bad. 
Well, you had to start worrying about it after last year. Now, my partner on Visa and Amal Shaw bet him to win the NL MVP because he has to have a bounce back here. He's too good of a player to keep playing like this. I think he's a good locker room guy. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, there, there's a ceiling on the expectations for him, but I wouldn't start to really, you know, unless he starts tailing off summer this year and doesn't have a good stretch this year and next year, then 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 it will get ugly for the Mets. Yeah, you mentioned MVPs. Uh, is it going to be a two-horse race between Otani and Judge? Now we the, there's still a plenty, you know, plenty of games left. There's a lot of runway. Uh, I do think Otani's going to be hard to beat. If he's one of the best hitters, one of the best pitchers, maybe there's a little voter fatigue and Judge keeps it up. And look, Judge is on pace to hit 60 homers. And if he's healthy, who knows? He can flirt with it. Uh, do you look at that in the American League as a two-team race? No, it's uh, over. It's over. They yeah. should take it off the board. I can't believe that you can still find Otani at two to one in some spots. It's it's a joke. Yeah. They've already given it to him because he listen. He's the fourth best hitter and the second best pitcher on the team, but he's the greatest player in his Ruthian. He's Ruthian. So I mean, nobody does it. He's doing something nobody does, and the voters just love that. I think it's a cinch unless he gets hurt. He's winning the award. Interesting. How about anything from the NL? You know, Betts is twenty to one. Harper had a big weekend. He's all the way up to you know ten to eleven to one. The key with these, it's not always who you bet; it's when you bet him. It's finding the guy before he has the big move. It's you know, it's betting Harper before he has the four homer weekend. Anyone you have in pocket? Anyone you would suggest? How about Manny Machado? You know, he's yeah. doing it without his partner Tatis. Um, he's really turned around his image. You remember he as a troublemaker and had a lot of problems. Got a fresh start in San Diego. Everybody's raving about him. I think this team is good. Now, Snell goes tonight, first start for Snell. But this rotation is deep. You've got a, such an upgraded manager from that idiot Chase Tingler. I never understood how Preller could give him the keys to a billion-dollar operation when he had managed a total of 10 games in the Dominican Republic. Guy never even managed a checkbook. Melvin is so good. I know he's been sick. He'll be back. I think the Padres can be dangerous. I don't think you can just anoint the Dodgers as coming out of the National League. Look at that. You go down the Dodgers line of only one guy hitting 300. I mean, like you say, nobody's hitting the ball. Walker Bueller looks very human all of a sudden. Kershaw, great start. Now he's hurt. The Padres are an interesting team. They're, it's a great place to go watch a ball game in San Diego. This is a good team. I think they make more noise this year. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I don't think it'll hurt L.A. in the regular season. I think they'll probably win that division. I thought they should have brought Scherzer back because they don't have May coming for a while. Now, look, they can always get somebody. The Bauer thing, we know what happened. That was a disaster. You know, they don't have Ryu anymore. They used to run four or five deep with just great starting pitching. Uh, Kershaw, you know, he's put up great numbers, but look, he's hurt again. He's still in the low 90s. He's not that dominant, you know, 2014, 15 Kershaw. I, I think, look, you get into a playoff setting. I don't know that they have that great, great pitching. The lineup's unbelievable, but I don't know if they have that great pitching they've had in years past. Well, they don't. And it, look, I said they should have never got rid of Maeda. Now, Maeda almost won. If Bieber doesn't have the year, he, I had Maeda at 125 to 1 two years ago to win the Cy Young. And wow. I, you know, I'd have to bet Bieber every start in August on, you know, as the hedge my ticket because that it was a two-horse race and Bieber eventually won it. But Maeda, look, they had two guys, two guys in Richie Hill and Maeda that could spot start. They could come in in the third inning of a game. They could pitch the seventh. They could pitch the eighth. So valuable. I mean, right now, what are you going to say? In, 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 if they make the playoffs, Tony Gonsolin's your number two guy in the rotation. There's zero, 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 zero depth. They have a lot of holes. Yeah, they do. They, they definitely do. What do you think about these these guys just not hitting anymore? I, I personally think the pendulum has swung too much. These guys throw with such great velocity. They're just taught so well now. The science of pitching, 
you know, the ability to spin the baseball. And then you combine that with the way they study these hitters. They have them down to a T where, you know, the shifts, I, I think banning the shifts would be a good idea. I just think the pendulum has swung so much towards the pitcher here. It makes these games hard to watch at times. Also, the approach to hitting doesn't help with all this launch yeah. trying to hit home runs. We may be, and now this is ludicrous to say, at a point where the mound's just too close now. Yeah. Who would have ever thought that you'd have four or five guys during a ball game throw 95 miles an hour? It's really tough. The balls don't seem to be as hard. They're mushy. It's cold weather. Hopefully, as the weather heats up and the ball travels, we'll get a little bit more. But this is this is getting to be ridiculous. I mean, you get these games like you, you just pencil in sevens every night for the totals. And we're, we're not even talking about no, having the DH of the National League and how it's ruining the game because it's they're not scoring runs anyhow. Yeah, I swear the other day, it was a, I think it was a Tigers-A's game. It was, the total was seven. It was two pitchers I had never heard of. It was like Fiedo and somebody else, and it's just routine. It's like it used to be, you know, prime Tim Lincecum against, you know, the, the late, great Roy Howard. I remember there was like a five and a half in the playoffs one year between those two. Now it's just, it, it's routine. It's, I don't know. I, I think banning the shift will help a little bit. I think that'll encourage more contact because I think these guys are, you know, discouraged to, to make contact because, you know, you, it used to be growing up, you hit a line drive up the middle, it's a base hit. Now you hit a line drive up the middle, there's a guy standing 10 feet behind second base to catch the ball and throw you out, so it's different. Yeah, the only hit is for a left-hander to push the ball to third base because there's nobody yeah. on the side of the infield. That's what baseball's become. Yeah, I don't like it as a viewer, too. I like knowing what a hit is off the bat. I don't like, you know, a ground ball, the, you know, a routine ground ball to second base, and is that going to be a routine ground ball or is there nobody playing there so it's going to be hit? I don't really like that as a viewer. Yeah, you got first and third. And you don't know where the infield is, and the guy hits a ground ball. It's, it's, is it a hit or is it a double play and the inning's over? You have no idea until they flip the camera. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. I, I definitely don't like it. Uh, NBA here. Um, you know, look, we've gotten a lot of long shots in these major sports, whether it's the Bengals 125-1 to almost winning the Super Bowl, North Carolina 100-1 to almost wins a national title. Uh, the Mavs, I think they had to have been 80, 90 to one to win a title. I know the Celtics were 150 to one as late as like February at the Superbook. Do you think it's good for these sports that you're getting these, you know, 100 to one long shots that are in the mix here to win titles? Do you think it makes it more fun? How about the 81, 80, 80 to one shot that wins the Kentucky Derby? Of course. I think, I think it's great. It can't always be chalkish. There has to be some uncertainty to sport to make it interesting. Look, I have a ticket 55 to one on the Mavs. It's a very small Ooh. ticket. But when Booker got hurt, I, I, I really hated Utah. I just I thought they could get by Utah as long as Luka came back by game three. And I said, what if Booker doesn't come back? He was supposed to be out for a month. What if he doesn't? What if New Orleans beats him? What if they face Phoenix with no Booker? I could get to the Western Conference Finals and then hedge this ticket. Well, I'm there, and I'm not sure I want to hedge. I mean, this team plays great perimeter defense. Uh, you know, the Warriors look so sloppy the back half of that series. You, you know, you beat a team without Ja. I, I think Dallas is live in this series as well. I know you were on my show on Odds On on Friday. You gave us a couple winners. JVT was on as well. JVT said, not only do you take the five in game seven, bet the Mavs on the money line against Phoenix. And by, he's, he's absolutely right. And, I mean, they win by a million. But I think this team is live. They play so well at home. Uh, I'm tempted not, not to hedge it, but to bet them plus a game and a half here that they could – Defend home court or steal a game at Golden State in this series. I think it's about a minus a dollar thirty. But I think both conference finals are going to be six or seven game series. I agree with you. I was not shocked, but I was a little surprised that Warriors line was a little high because, like you said, Dallas is really good. You put Luca with three point shooting around him uh, in Golden State. They're not that lockdown defense. I mean, that was the one kind of secret, uh, you know, the secret sauce with Golden State those prime years. I mean, you think of the Splash Brothers and Curry and Durant, but they defended like crazy, and now they don't really have that. Clay's not the same defender. 
You don't really have that, that you know, I think it, not having a Godal is a big deal. I just don't know who guards Luka. And if, if you can't guard him, it, it's a big issue. Um, I think, you know, both teams will probably play small ball. We'll see a million threes, which is another thing with these games where these teams just shoot 90, 100 threes in a game. Like, it's nothing. That's another. If we're going to change some of these sports, I think they should probably move the three-point line back. But uh, I'm with you. I think Dallas uh, at plus almost, you know, $1.90 here. I think that's a good bet for the series. Any feel for the other series in the East? Uh, I'm mad I didn't take Miami last night um, just because that team coming off game seven and then going on the road, the, the track record's been poor in the NBA. It looked like a game Miami has to win. I mean, Boston got there on, on adrenaline in the first half, and then Miami really took over in the third quarter. Now, the injuries concern me with Boston because I'd love to come back with Boston in game two, but I don't know. I think you got to wait and maybe a healthy Boston and take a really nice inflated series price heading back to to Boston on the Celtics, but that's about the only way I can attack it now that I didn't bet game one. Yeah, I, I was with you. I liked Miami last night. Then at halftime, you know, Boston's up eight. They're in control. I was like, boy, Boston might sweep them because if Miami's not getting this game, there's a 50-50 chance Boston gets game two, and if they go up 2 nothing going back to Boston, it's over. They're going to sweep them. Now it's uh, now it's in a situation where Miami's a dollar 45 favorite, and uh, I think, like you said, I think we're looking at, at long series in both of them. Uh, quickly before we get get you out of here, Circa, the Survivor, the, the Millions Contest, explain to the viewers, you know, some people maybe haven't heard of it. Can you explain quickly, uh, you know, what it entails? Yeah, so we run two football contests every year, a pro football contest, and you have to come to Las Vegas to register. But the great thing is there's proxies. So you come here one time, you get your entries in, and then you pay the proxy a fee, $250 or $300. And you text them your picks every week, and they put them in for you because it all has to be done in Nevada. Two contests, they're both guaranteed a $6 million payout. Let's do the simpler one first, the Survivor. You have to pick a winner each week, and you can only use the team once, no point spreads. They have to win the game. If they tie, you're out. Uh, if they lose, you're out. If they don't play the game, you're out. Um, there's 18 weeks of the regular season in the NFL now with the, with the double bye, the 17 weeks in the bye week. Um, and then we create two extra weeks the three games on thanksgiving becomes its own week and then the three games on christmas plus the monday night game on the 26th becomes its own week you survive so whoever loses they're out they're out they're out if you're the only one left at the end of the day you win the whole pot which it's a thousand dollars for an entry you can get up to six entries so if we get six thousand that's six million if we get five thousand it's six million if we get seven thousand it's seven million there's no rake we pay a hundred percent back the first year um, we guaranteed a million. We got up to 1.3, and we always add a bonus of a million dollars for a perfect record and something. Last year was a perfect record, and you had to use one of the two Super Bowl teams from the previous year on the last week. This year, you have to have a perfect record, 20-0, and you cannot use the two Super Bowl teams, so neither the Bengals nor the Rams. So you go on, you go on, you go on. If in week 16 nobody's left but you, you win the whole pot. If in week 16 there were three other guys, you all get knocked out, you chop it three ways. If you all go undefeated the whole year, you chop it however many ways. First year, there were 35 people went undefeated. They chopped it 35 ways. Last year, we had a $6 million guarantee as well. Five guys made it perfect. They split $1.2 million each. And then three of those five got the bonus. So they got another 333000 So it's really it's a fun contest. You plot out all your, when am I going to use this team? Do I ever use a road team? Da, da, da. And, and, then, and then you see who everybody else picked. We announce them on Saturday afternoons. The other one is a, is a more traditional contest. You pick five games against the spread every week. It's also a $6 million guarantee. We pay out the top 100 spots for the year. First place is a million. 100th is 2,000. But we also pay back 
300000 every quarter. So the top five scores each quarter of the season get paid out with 150000 to first place. There's a booby prize season long for the worst record, $100,000. Second worst record, 50000 And every quarter, the worst record gets 25000 We put out the lines. Uh, they're contest lines, so they're static. They don't move like they move in the book when somebody makes a bet. Static lines come out Thursday mornings, 10 a.m. Pacific. You have until 4 p.m. Pacific on Saturday to get your five picks in. It's a fun contest. The good thing about the quarters is you don't have to be good all year long. You get hot for four or five weeks in a row, and you can collect over 100000 Mike, you can cross this one off your bucket list. You, you've made your debut on the CityCast. This was great. I appreciate you coming on. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. Good luck to all the New York teams. Thanks, Will. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Mike Palm. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back Monday. Hopefully we'll still have some Rangers hockey to talk about. Let's let's hopefully they only fall behind here three nothing or you know two one. Hopefully the, the Rangers can punch back here and you know what even the series Friday night and uh, we can continue our hockey season here for the Rangers. We'll hope for good news with the with you know the Scherzer news. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. You can go to Spotify, leave a five star review. We would appreciate that. Have a good weekend. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.